All right, everybody, how is it going? Thicky Nation, we're back at you again with another podcast. I know this has uh, been, y'all are, y'all are scratching and itching, waiting for another one. I know you guys are. Uh, but today on deck, I have Noah and Caleb with me, two very long, um, insightful people that are on the podcast. Uh, uh, can you introduce me as the Caleb Lynn? Seabock. How about Seabock? Okay, fine. All right, so we got Seabock. The okay. How about the Seabock? All right, we got the Seabock. No, not the the. All right, we got (laughs) we got the Seabock and Noah in the house. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation today, and let's get to it. Oops. Okay, so kicking it off, uh, we're gonna start with an interesting topic that is very criticized. Not criticized. Um, it's Just discussed. Discussed a lot. It's a very um, controversial controversial topic. Exactly. Um, so the expert in this, just because this is kind of what he's studying right now, uh, the Seabock is here. Or you said the, excuse me, the Seabock uh, is gonna. That just sounds weird when you say the Seabock now. It's kind of the. Yeah, right? It's like saying like the Patrick, even though there's like plenty of Patrick. Hey, whatever he wants, yeah. whatever makes him sleep at night. All right, so the Seabock is in a lot of criminal justice classes. Um, it's his minor, right, criminal justice. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's a social working major, wants to work with kids, um, you know, that are struggling with, you know, either drugs or just... Alcohol. Alcohol. Heroin. Any, well, that falls in drugs. Uh, and just troubled, troubled youth. Uh, so he's in an adolescence um, criminal justice class, and he talks heavily about the death penalty. So... You want to take the floor on that? Sure. So the in the bit in the juvenile class we talk about is the death penalty um, okay for kids? Are kids allowed to get the death penalty? Um, and then there's another one where it's can you is a death penalty should it be allowed for adults as well? Uh, there's a pros and cons to both. Uh, if you it, it's, it takes more money to kill someone with, like, the appeals and stuff like that, all the court stuff um, that happens over and over until they finally uh, kill them. Rather than, like, essentially housing and feeding these right. inmates, really? Yeah, it's more expensive to kill someone. Even for life? Yeah, if they have life in prison, yeah. is it still more? Yeah. <clears throat> wow. It's, that's how much, that's how much the courts know? are. No, I don't know numbers. Mm-hmm. But... Um, that's, that's one of the biggest, that's one of the biggest, um, like topics is it's, it's more money to kill people. So why are we still doing it? Well, and another Um, big topic is you're taking someone's life. Well, yeah. And also like, is it ethically okay? Like, Mm. cause back in the olden days, it's eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Yeah. So if you kill someone back in the day, you got killed. You yelled at the wrong person. You got your head chopped off. Yeah. The whole French Revolution. Yes. It, that was so crazy. I mean, you know, learning all the history throughout college. I mean, they would literally, back then in the day, right? I mean, I'm talking hundreds of years ago. After they'd behead someone, they would leave. They would cheer. They would cheer, but yeah. also they would leave the heads on stakes uh, out in the middle of town. And people would just walk by them, you know, yeah. as like as a sense of like pride, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I know that happened. And yeah. we're ha- happy that happened. It's just never ever think about that nowadays but anyways continue so as of right now in this 
or in the United States, not just Texas, in the United States, um, a child can get life without parole, without a chance of parole, um, but we're not allowed to kill children. So if you're under the age of 18 and you get tried as a juvenile, then the most you can get is life yeah, without parole. So you, so you can't, we can't kill a kid yet. That's still, I'm not saying I want to. <laughs> that came off really wrong. I, we can't I kill kids yet, but we will. <laughs> but it's a, it's a topic that if, if a kid goes and kills both of his parents, should he get the death penalty, even though he's only 16 years old? So it's a big, big thing. I'm not, me personally, I'm not for the death penalty. With juveniles or with, total? Yeah, with just humans. I don't think it's, in my mind, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's our place to kill someone because yeah, like, they like went we and killed someone. shouldn't have the right to decide on someone living or not, on, on killing somebody. Right, right. Because, I mean, everyone makes mistakes. Some are bigger than mm-hmm. others. Yeah, and who's to really say if you are allowed to live? Exactly. So Even if you kill hundreds of people, who's to say that, like you have the right to end that person's life, regardless right. of the? Uh, well, if they kill hundreds of people, I'm thinking they, may, they need, might need to go find a different type of uh, hobby. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm dude. That, that's wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, I was maybe they need to go find like to an institution at that point because right. obviously there's very well that's there's, another there's thing. mentally something wrong with it. Well, that's that's another thing. Like back to what Kayla was talking about, how like if a child kills his parents, um, like. You know, that's messed up already. And, like, if someone does that, it's obviously something that is, you know... They're not right in the head. No one that is right in the head would ever think of killing their parents. Or at least act on it. But, and, at the same time... Well, this remember when Caleb it. told us about the, like, justification for this one kid that ended up getting life? Well, well I'm, I'm, His I'm, parents were, like, yeah. sexually abusing him and, like, physically abusing him. Well, and like, that has to do with their mental development. Like, you people are mentally, you know scarred because of these things but i was tying that into how caleb talks about how people are you know um like in trials that people are treated differently in like um according to like their mental state you know people can use that as an excuse for you know how heavily you can be charged for certain crimes yeah i guess so like if you're gonna use the same thing as like you know giving a child life in prison for killing somebody but obviously there's arguments all over the place day in and day out about how like you know kids are obviously in their developmental years and like um and that people like once you hit a certain age you are now fully liable for everything all, all your actions but if you kill the result is you kill two people if you're a kid but those are in your uh, development developmental years so who's to say that it is their fault technically that's like the whole argument is mm-hmm. that if you are not fully developed who's to say you made that conscious decision which, you know, sounds weird and like that because obviously he made the decision to kill his yeah. parents. But as an adult that is fully developed, if they're mentally unstable, that is the same thing as saying you are mentally unstable, but also that kid is in their developmental years. It's on the same, like, standard of if they're mentally able to be accountable for their actions. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's, it's... It's a very fishy... It's a gray yeah, area. It's, it's a very gray area. Very gray. Yeah. So it's, it's really talked about, but... I'm curious, are y'all for or against the death penalty? If you want to I'm answer. I'm against it. You're against it as well? Yeah. I personally... For, Regardless of the situation and circumstances. I, I, I'm going to go with the same because, especially for the adolescents, 
every time you come home and like talk about like a new case that you like were right. uh, that you even talked about in class, I'm just like, holy crap! Like that kid's life is totally like, I mean, he doesn't have a life, you know. Right. Uh, and so, then I think about, okay, well, the whole thing of like how you're saying the developmental years, how are you gonna progress in life? But if all you know is that, I mean, at least you can try to make jail or I mean, excuse me, prison like your best life. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, even if, even if you, that happened and you got 10 years in prison as a kid, you're still spending all those developmental years in prison and you pretty much went, your brain went to waste. Like you're going to be who you are when you got out of prison the same, like you're not going to be able to change as much outside of that. That's a, that's a, that's another big topic. Even if you're not, even if you're a juvenile and you don't get life in prison, you're still your your most crucial years of your de- developmental like stages are if you get you say you get charged at the age of 15 and you get out when you're 30 you're still missing those crucial stages mm-hmm. of your life so when you get out you don't know what it's like to have a job you don't know what it's like to drive a car like how to get your license you don't know the the basic stuff that we take for granted those kids don't know that and yeah. so they just resort back to before they went to prison what they went through or how what they were doing back then yeah which causes more issues down the road exactly because yeah. you have so, that kind of like adolescent mindset but also exactly. you're like try, trying to live in this adult body that has more uh freedoms i guess than even uh you know a kid did yeah so. right. and to, like put in perspective of like how like you know crucial these developmental years are is like just for from our perspective we're mentally stable at least as you know I understand. But <laughs> so like the difference of us from like the beginning of college to the end of college is going to be huge and we'll definitely all be able to see the differences and notice differences in ourselves and the other people around us. But if you take like a 40-year-old and take how they are from when they were 40 to when they are 44, it is going to be like there's not going to be any small minute changes like in No, there will be small minute changes. Well, there yeah, but yeah, yeah, there will be like small changes, but compared to us from in these 4 years, it's completely different oh, yeah. it's so much more drastic so like even like in people like in just like times like this we can really understand how like these these years impact us more than like a 40 year old committing murder and going to prison for four years and us going to prison for these four years like it's right it's robbing ourselves of more like 20 years instead of yeah um, I, I never thought of it like that yeah. but that's that's a great way to put it as far you really as like understand like how much we've changed yeah right and how little older people change Right. Another another thing is is our justice system uh, preaches that like we focus on rehabilitation. So if you charge this 15, 16 year old kid with life without parole, then you're not you're not uh, like doing what you're preaching. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're going back on what our whole justice system is supposed to be, which is rehabilitation. So just because a kid makes one mistake and kill someone then there you're not giving them the chance to rehabilitate themselves yeah. well, and also learn from their the mistakes same expectations of them to come out of prison a new person yeah or, being you know, like being re- revived yeah, from whatever as if like it's right. some you know god-given time to improve yourself yeah. right it's 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 a tricky and touchy subject nowadays but I don't think the death penalty will be changed anytime soon. The policy of that. It's like here in Texas? In the so United States. So how many states, states have the death penalty? Do you know? 
I'm not sure. A majority of them do. Okay. Like, so, and then my question is, since it is, like, obviously a state's choice on the death penalty, do they also decide all the standards and all the rules that pertain to it? Yes, because... Or is there still, like, a level mean, of... No, because Texas has the most death, like, deaths by death penalty, like, right, based right. off of their rules and guidelines. Mm-hmm. I mean, because uh, back in freshman year here at, at school... Yeah. Um, Caleb and I were in a... Um, uh, fine arts class, you know, like the, the, the basic, you know, one fine arts class you have to take mm-hmm. in college. And uh, you had to go look at art, hear, uh, you know, a concert, go to a play. And um, what was the other one? I don't remember what the other one. Oh, hear like vocalist, uh, like like singer or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so they had an art exhibit, which was a... Um, Last Meal. It was, yeah, it was titled Last Meal. And it's these people's, it's a painted plates mm-hmm. of people's last meal. Yeah. But it was a white plate with blue paint. It, everything was painted in blue paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, made a big statement because it's white on blue, stands out a lot. people's actual last meals? People's actual last meals. I remember seeing meals. something like they posted online of like all like these famous serial killers last meals that they decided and like how it like tied to their like personalities and like their crimes they committed. Yeah. It but, was... Um, yeah really interesting because we went in there just thinking like okay yeah let's just see what it is and write about it really quick but it caught our attention because you're looking at whoever right was there actual things painted or was it, it was blue yeah, yeah no, it was, no no it, it was uh, actual things painted so like someone had like a biscuit uh, a whole fish mm-hmm. and like mashed potatoes or yeah. Whatever they a burger and fries and you know their favorite type of sauce or something. Mm-hmm. It was all painted in blue. But then you realize you're like, okay, well these plates are kind of cool, like interesting idea. But when you read the backstory of it, yeah. like this lady who did the exhibit and her art showed like these are these people's last meal that they have before they the next day they get put you know yeah uh, put to death because of you know what whatever they did. Um, and there was plates that covered two whole full rooms, not just like regular bedrooms. Like I'm talking ballroom size, yeah. you know, uh, from all of the, um, uh, states put together. And it was pretty eye opening, at least for me. The, the, so when you go into like an art gallery, like it's already kind of like quiet, you know, like just, but there was a different, like feel and a different kind of like quietness if that makes sense walking into this one because like like you said like it's this is their final meal it's so like it's, a respectful quiet. yeah i was gonna say it's kind of like respect but then the the thing that really caught my eye about that is the there were some plates scattered throughout like on the wall and they were just blank so these people chose that they didn't want a final meal they were like no like forget this, I don't want a final meal. So it was just a blank plate. Mm-hmm. So that really like blew me away that like, wow, some people just choose, they're like, man, my life, I don't know what they're thinking, but my guess is yeah. their life's already over. They're like, man, forget this. What is this gonna, what does this matter? Mm-hmm. In my head, that's what I, that's what I pictured. So it's just crazy that in their minds, their life is already over. Yeah, and maybe in some well, sort of fashion, probably yeah. had been for right, and maybe even Which until they got other taken out of that courtroom. Hey, their life's over. Give me a great meal. Could also be the same thing as you know. Yeah, my life's over. This meal means nothing. 
it's it's crazy. The death penalty is a crazy crazy mm-hmm. thing to think about. Yeah, and another thing is like a big about how a big thing about how there's all these people that get executed, and how there's a big thing about how people are you know falsely executed, mm-hmm. innocent people, and that's another big you know uh, argument against the death penalty because even if we even if we deem the death penalty like as a like we find it ethical and it's fine to be implemented into the justice system at what point is it you know worth the loss of one innocent life to still uh imply this to be an ethical thing so like how many like if you kill one innocent life even if you kill hundreds of you know people that i guess we deem to deserve it yeah as you say at what point is it is it do we go wrong to the point where it's it's messed up? Like, where do we say it's worth it? The crazy thing is, right now, there's actually a case going on right now that this dude got found guilty for murder, so he got the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And the th- some odd years later, when they're finally like, okay, like, this dude is set to die. Like, he has his death date. Yeah. Um, he, the mm-hmm. actual killer actually has come forward and said, no, it wasn't him, it was me. But Before or after? After, like, he already has his, like, set date, and so they're already like, okay, he's dying. No, before or after the execution? Uh, No, No, this is before. So this is happening right now. Yeah, so this is after the sentence. And so uh, he's still, like, he's not exonerated yet. He's still, like, they're still trying to push him to get killed. Mm -hmm. But people are like, why? He didn't do it. But they're saying, well, he's already been found guilty of this, so he deserves to die. And so there's this big like petition going on now. There's like, I think, over a million people have already signed it saying that this dude should get exonerated yeah. because he didn't do this crime. But the state, I forgot what state it in, is still saying no. He, like, we're gonna follow through with this because he got found guilty. Is, like, um, saying like he did it. He's taking all the blame for it. Yeah, the murderer has come forward and said now, it's me. So he can't be tried for the same thing. Like he can't go back in and try to get exonerated through or get his name cleared through the court system right but could he get exonerated now that the killer came out and said yes it's me and they go through their own trial and now put that case onto him or is that not does that not work i i I don't know how that would work well so so the reason why like it's so much money for like so if you get on the death penalty and stuff you have appeals so you're trying to appeal like your trial saying that you had like a, a mistrial or an unfair trial or whatever it is, or new evidence has come forward and mm-hmm. said we have more evidence to yeah. prove this. So but there is no new it's, evidence; it's just his word. It's not. It's not him getting, um, like, tried again for it. He's he now he is coming forward. So it's they're not. Tra- they're He's not charging, but they're not charging that dude again because there's no trial for it. So yeah, they're not trying that dude again for murder. Um, it's just an appeal process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called like an appeal at court But once or the the judge like, you know, deems it like death penalty yeah. to the state, like, there's you can't do you can't go back over that, right? That's you can, what, you that's can what do the appeals. appeals is. Yeah, that's, that's what the. But I thought is. after like the last one, after they say it, like, no. okay, you could. I didn't know yeah. you could still appeal. Like, yeah. I thought it was just. Yeah. You can appeal your like charge until like, you get killed. Like until you're, till you're. Yeah, you can do it as many times as you want, right? Yeah. So that's why it takes so long. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking of like 
double jeopardy. You can't if you get yeah. free, if you get off free, they yeah. can't charge you for the same. Yeah, try exactly. To try. Yeah. Unless there's new all. evidence. Yeah, I was it's getting like using flipped. the same right. evidence. Gotcha. Well. I was getting them flipped. That's yeah. my fault. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they can they can go back and charge the actual the actual murderer that has come forward, murder in quotes, because uh-huh. they haven't convicted him yet. He, they can charge him with that murder for sure, but because it's not double jeopardy at that point. Mm-hmm. So you can't but it's using until... the same evidence. Yes, but that doesn't matter. It's it's a whole different person. So it's still not double jeopardy. Yeah, that's why it's, it's in a different case. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Doesn't apply. Yeah, it's a whole other. It's a whole other case. That's the word. So it's not as much of removing him from the death penalty. It's just putting, putting the right that, person on. Yeah, him. putting that new guy on. But then, so see, then the whole process would be started over again of this dude appealing, blah blah blah. Yeah, like so not just everything. two people are going to die: one innocent, one guilty. Yes. <laughs> just double the blood. That was crazy. Yeah, it's messed up. It's crazy. It's interesting. Yeah. And, like, having the death penalty, like, implemented into all this, and there's already been cases, you know, obvious cases of multiple innocent people being killed, and it's still being a thing is just what blows my mind, too. Because that means they just don't value the human life, up, like, above. They, they, they value killing guilty people over, uh, like, the, the life of innocent people. That's a good way to put it. They they value the justice over that than than innocent lives. While these same people are having they, they also deem themselves to have the right to decide if this person lives or not. So it's like who's to decide all that? Oh you know? but but our justice system is fair, right? Exactly. Quote unquote. Exactly. So oh it has to be fair that they're getting this exactly. outcome. So who decides the death penalty? Is it the judge or is it the, like who who decides the the judge? Okay, so so the jury is the jury finds if you're guilty, guilty or, or innocent, mm-hmm. and then the judge I, the judge fits the crime or the punishment okay. for the crime. Yes. So. So it's in the judge's hands. Yeah. Yeah. So you better not find a uh, angry judge. Yeah. Yeah, you better get your judge on a good day. <laughs> and you better be respectful to that judge. Yeah. You better be nice to him. Because really, her. your fate is, your life is in his hands. Or her. Exactly. Or her. Yeah. Sorry. Or her. Sorry. It's all good. I just want you to be... <laughs> at some, yeah, at some point, we chose to give those people the, the, right, the power to decide... Judges? Uh, who lives and who doesn't. Yeah. Mm. Just like as the same person that's pulling the chain to let the guillotine come down. They had the same choice. Well, no, they were hired. That was their job to do that. And the people that beheaded people with swords. Well, we hire these people. I guess it's we pay true. their we pay their 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 uh their salary. Yeah, I guess their it's expensive true. salary. Yeah, <laughs> they get paid a lot to do that. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Do you have okay? And we're gonna switch topics off of this because maybe a little bit lighter, a little bit more uh, <laughs> brain twisty here. The only thing I had are deep or shit. All right, well, that's fine. Shit. We'll keep going with the well, deep. Uh, Noah has been bringing home lots of philosophy uh, questions um, into our life because he is also in a philosophy class. So he has very interesting takes. And uh, today we were talking about the trolley uh, system. See, that's going to be hard to explain to like... Well, without... maybe someone, maybe they know what the trolley system is already. Well, so then we'd have to... Now it's know. best to assume that they don't know. All right. Well, the trolley system basically is if there is a train coming... And there's five people like on the tracks, you know, about to get run over. Uh, you have the ability to save all five of them if you push one very large 
uh, type of person in front of the train, which would only kill that one person but save the other five, would you do it? And so that's what we were talking about earlier. I'll leave. Would you do it or would you deem it moral or immoral to do that? Yeah, so morally. So two questions. Morally, like, would you push that person in front of the train to save the five? And I said no. Because I was like, I couldn't live myself if I, like, threw a person mm-hmm. to purposefully, like, murder them to get hit by this train. But to also have the option of saving five lives even though you're killing one to not let have that yeah but i honestly wouldn't be able to like, probably live with myself I'd be like, oh my god i killed that guy i understand mm-hmm. like i was a hero to those five yeah. but i was a murderer to that and one then, but there are also people out there that would see themselves as not being able to live with themselves because they couldn't they could have saved these five people they had all the power to them to save these five people but did not that's just how other people would think yeah. just as strongly as you feel that way there are also people that feel the opposite. But not looking from... And, it, but there's no more immoral or uh, decision. Like It's just how they feel. See, but not looking from it from the outside point of view where if I'm the guy standing next to the guy that's pushing the person into the thing, I'd be like, well, yeah, that's five lives he can save. One for five, that's... I, I'd much rather try to ha- save the yeah. other five people. But it's just not blood on your hands. Exactly. The blood on your hands part is like mm-hmm. the issue for, for me if, you know, this is all just... Conspiracy, not conspiracy, uh, just philosophy, philosophy, philosophical thoughts. Yeah. Um, but the Kayla, or sorry, the Seabock. Uh, <laughs> do you have any uh, any fresh takes on the, this one here? Um, the big another big like talk about that is that just kind of leads into the other kind of conversation is if you're physically pushing that person, then it's it's you physically doing that. You yes. Know? So there's a, I personally, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could push that one person. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah. Because right. it's physically me doing it. Like you said, the blood will be on my hands at that point mm. for pushing that one dude. I would try to convince him to jump. Hey bro. <laughs> hey bro. You can stop that train. <laughs> you can stop the train. Just jump. I swear you Please, are fast just, enough. Even, well, you if he knows, yeah, if he's like, it, or if he's like, Dude, yeah, I know I'm big enough. Should I do it? Should I do it? I know I can stop it. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, dude, just jump. Come on, just jump. I'd feel a lot more better with myself if I convinced right. him yeah, instead of me yourself. physically pushing him. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in the old, the other uh, trolley problem, it's called the, uh, the switch problem, is the alternative uh, question to it, is that instead of, instead of pushing a fat person in front of the way, you have the option of, flipping a switch and changing the tracks onto a different track that does not have those five people tied to it. And, but this other track has that one large fat man tied to that track. So you then have to decide, do I flip this switch and have the train kill that one person or stay and kill those five people? And the only difference there is you physically pushing this person. Instead you are just, I guess you're technically indirectly killing this guy but, and, and he's just kind of in the way of you saving these five people. But you are making the decision of that train killing that person. Yeah, so subsequently you'll end up killing him. Yes. That one person. But, the, yeah. but, the, literally, but it's not like a physical blood on your hand. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, he will, Grant, he might, he'll probably bleed and stuff. That, but Gosh. <clears throat> yeah, he'll bleed. But, but pulling, <laughs> pulling the, it's called the switch, right? Yeah. Pulling the switch... 
you're like, you don't feel as bad because mm-hmm. you're just like, well, I just saved probably five people. But it's the exact same result as the normal yeah, classic trolley problem. Like you said, kill one or five. One no person's what. dying, and it's because of your decision. It's just the means of how you did it. And that's the whole difference is just the means of how you did it. And because technically all you're doing is flipping a switch and it's either five people die or one, one person dies. That's going to, one of those is going to happen based on whatever decision you make. And if you think about it, you're just using that switch as a means of saving those five people instead of, you know, pushing a fat person in front of it. And, um, the uh, so-called formula of humanity that I learned about in my ethics class is uh, treat people as not by uh, a mere means, but by an end. And that just means you can't use, use somebody for your or anyone else's benefit without their discretion. And by treating their, their, hum, uh, their human value independent of every decision that you or them, they make and just solely because of them as a, as a human being. That everyone has is valued the same regardless of decisions you make or they make in their life. So if you take that into the switch problem, you are using that switch as a means of saving those people. You're, but in the classic trolley problem, you are using that person's body as a means, as a means to of save saving those people. Even though the result is exactly the same and you still are making the decision of if that person dies or not, the means of using that person's body is the only difference. So that's just the difference on deciding on if you declare it immoral or not on flipping the switch or pushing the person over. Dang. So, Dicky Nation, you guys need to figure out what would you would do. Would you push the one person or would you save or, or kill the five people? That's, I think I'm gonna, that's a, that's a really, really interesting uh, yeah, answer down below. Yeah, yeah. I was com- about to say, comment down in the <laughs> comment down say. in the description of the uh, um, of our Instagram post. I always post the Instagram uh, page uh, or picture every time I post a new video. Again, follow us at Thicky Fresh, T H I C C Y F R E S, and uh, follow me at Noah R twenty one on the on the gram on the gram. The uh, Subscribe to, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can comment down in the uh, comments below on, on those videos, too, if you want. Yeah, and, uh, and if we get at least 20 comments, we'll push Caleb in front of a train. <laughs> yeah, I'm big enough. Yeah. I'm totally big enough. Oh, it's not to stop it. It's, it's at... <laughs> oh, okay. It's at Caleb Lens, L-E-N-S, vlog. Go hit that subscribe button and like all my videos and comment. If you want, maybe I'll come visit you at your work and buy you a car or college and buy you a car and buy you a car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So we're making it just a tad lighter, but also keep it on kind of the heavier type of topic. You guys absolutely need to go see the Joker. It kind of deals with what we're seeing. You haven't seen it. No, we do. Let's go do it right now. Let's go watch it. All right, is it in theaters? Yeah, it's still in theaters. All right. Anyways, Seabock, the Seabock and I went to go watch it. And it deals with all of this mental health, you know, we went to go see it, dude. We went with Robert, Cammy, when we were all here. You nope. remember seeing it? Nope. <laughs> you don't remember No, I don't it? remember going with y'all. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember who I was oh, with. Oh, okay. <laughs> really, dude? I'm kind of... Just, I don't remember anything about yesterday. Is that dark in there? Like, you could, you know who you're with? <laughs> yeah, the movie was so dark. Um, yeah. No, the movie Literally, is so good. And the movie is so good. The acting is incredible. 
but the the meaning behind it it is such a good movie because it doesn't deal with I'm not saying these movies are bad but it doesn't deal with uh you know kind of the typical like uh gender versus you know like gender versus gender race it deals with which all of those movies are great, you know, and very impactful. But this one, it was different because... It deals with mental health. Mental health. Which is a huge, huge thing. I don't know another right movie that had a mental health issue. And, and it, and it, it was makes you of, feel sympathy for the, uh, for the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Joker was the protagonist in there because of all the stuff that he went through mm-hmm. as a kid. Um, you know, his disorders that he had himself. Um, and just how he felt like liberated making those decisions to you know uh proceed with the actions that he did i'm not going to leave any like make any spoilers for these people because the movie's still out and stuff and you definitely need to go see it but it was incredible it definitely makes you see the joker in another like way yeah i totally i've watched the dark knight since i've seen the joker and it's totally made me like the whole movie changes honestly because i mean it's really just the joker and batman that and, and of course, people. Batman's going to be always the protagonist, and right. he's and Joker's but, antagonist. You never understood why there was so much. Tension. I mean, I understand you know these comic book people you know like who really enjoy reading comic book and followed it for a long time probably know, but for like you know us, we didn't know the story behind Joker, and you can totally understand why he has such a big following because it's basically vers- you know like classes that are versing each other. Uh, you know, the, the elite versus the, you know, poor and how Gotham is just very lopsided. Um, but incredible movie that you have to go see. Um, but anyways, that's all I have to say about that. You guys definitely need to see it just because of it's just something different out there in the movies right now. And the acting is incredible. Yeah. As a social worker, my mind was going great. Future social worker. Sorry. It, it, my, my mind was going crazy watching that just because, like you said, it's, it's really the only movie that really addresses mental health. Like, there are other movies that have mental health in there, you can kind of tell, but it, this is what the movie is really about, is mental health, and it's a huge, it's a huge problem in our world nowadays. I have mad respect for DC after the Joker because of this. And, uh, I mean, this isn't like a super spoiler or whatever, but, you know, the Joker was getting, um you know, obviously he was going to therapy sessions that were provided by the government. And the therapist said, okay, well, this is our last session because they've cut all of our funding. By a social worker. It's a social worker in there. And it's like, you're like, he's like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know? And they, yeah. What he, and that's happening now, you know? Every day. So um, anyways, guys, I know this was a little bit more heavy, but I think super interesting. And hope you guys maybe learned a few things. Uh, and got your brain a little uh, um, uh, rolling, a little little bit rolling, yeah, down the hill there. My link will be in the description for my vlog. Oh Go my subscribe. God. Okay, we get it. You have a vlog. Yeah, and my Venmo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, as always, have a blessed week, month, year, ten years, a hundred years, and uh, stay fresh. Stay fresh, and more importantly, stay thick. Catch you guys soon.